It's the show where the topics are topical, but not typical. This is Atypically Topical with Mindy and Josh. Okay, so from that, let's go back into our, our war topic. Okay. And we're going to be playing um, Spot the Real. And Mindy has a piss, so we'll be right back. <laughs> I gotta pee <laughs> like a woman. Okay, so for this, we're actually gonna be testing your country knowledge. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> kind of. Um, so this is from independent.co.uk, one of those like news sites from August 2014, so keep that in mind. 2014. Okay. Where was I? So of the 162 countries covered by the Institute of Economics and Peace, so that's like a, they kind of study shitloads of countries and stuff. Just 11 countries were not involved in conflict of one kind or another recently. They say that for a country to score at the lowest level for all its indicators for conflict, it must not have been involved in any, quote, Contested incompatibility that concerns government and or territory where the use of armed force between two parties results in at least 25 battle-related deaths in a year. So it's a lot to be in that criteria, but you basically want to try to choose the one that's the most peaceful out of these countries, okay? Okay. So they had 11, so I split them up. Um, I did three different... So I'm going to have three choices for you, and you're going to try to choose the one country that's in this list of, like, the most peaceful, basically. Okay. See, here's the thing. (laughs) I feel like I know some things about international relations, (laughs) but not that much so. Yeah. Oh, actually, I did four. Sorry. So you have four chances. I say if you get two of these right, I would count it as a win. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say if I get one of these right, okay. it's a win. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Let's say that. Okay. But I mean, you have a 33 percent chance four different times. So. Yeah, but it's always 33 percent. So I guess it's still on one third every time. <laughs> All right. You ready? Yeah, I guess so. So out of these three, which is the most peaceful in your mind, it's not all time. It's like. Just kind of like recently ish. Yeah. Japan, France, Lithuania. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Why? Because, okay. <laughs> yeah, walk me through your thought process. All right. So, Japan, right? Japan has um, not a big army and um, it has like very strict gun regulations. Mm hmm don't think i've heard anything about japan both lithuania and uh france france has been done something (laughs) and lithuania does anyone care about lithuania wow (laughs) sorry it's kind of there all of our hundreds of lithuanian fans yeah i'm sorry it's not insulting you but it's like i don't really hear much about you Lithuania is actually a big basketball country. Like oh, have, is it? They have, yeah, they've had some good teams. Well, that's why, I, that's why I don't hear much about <laughs> them. I don't even know about them. Yeah. I just know it's a country in Europe somewhere. Probably like um, Eastern Europe or something. Yeah. Uh, I'm between Lithuania and Japan. I'm going to say Japan. 
Japan is correct. Yay! There you go. See? Maybe you underestimated yourself. Oh, I, I need to bring the fucking block down here. The thing, the, the correct answer. That's okay. You can work it in here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next one. One for one. New Zealand, okay. Australia, or Uruguay? I mean, Latin American is already like so much fucking problem. So I'm going to uh, not say Uruguay. Australia, what was the other one? New Zealand? Mm. I feel like Australia is more involved with international <clears throat> affairs. Not that New Zealand isn't, but mm-hmm. I feel like Australia has kind of more influence than New Zealand does. International affairs or conflicts? Yeah. Well, we're, we're talking about the most peaceful. I know, but okay. I mean, with international affairs comes more conflicts. Okay. So, that's very wise. So I'm going to say New Zealand. New Zealand is incorrect. The correct answer is Uruguay. Uruguay. Yeah. I guess they're the, uh, Exception. the outlier yeah. to this because I would have assumed the same he did. I feel like New Zealand and Australia, like they seem like peaceful areas. But, well, no, not. I mean, not Australia. They have fucking giant spiders. Okay, that's, but they don't. <laughs> they don't declare war on people. <laughs> You're like, yeah, they do. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I just two. have a bias against Australia for that reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, everybody knows they have a they, lot of dangerous animals. Everywhere. Yeah, I mean, if I were ever to go to Australia, I'd just stick to the city. Yeah. I don't want to go to the outback. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next one. Costa Rica, Greece, or Argentina? Mm, I know Argentina has a lot of conflict. <laughs> okay. And Greece... Economically, they're not doing great right now, and so maybe that causes them to have more conflict. Where do you get that from? Well, that was there was a whole like um, economic um, what's the word I'm looking for? Strife. Not strife. It's a technical word. Depression. Oh. Not not so far as a depression, like a recession, I okay, guess. Okay. And Greece recently. That's why it was so much cheaper to travel to Greece mm. because of that. So, I'm going to say Costa Rica. The correct answer is Costa Rica. Yay! They are... I knew more than I thought I did. There you go. See? Give yourself credit. So, you could go three for four right here if you get this one right. Okay. Last one. Brazil, Niger, or Botswana? Okay. (laughs) Already knocked down Brazil. Brazil has a lot of conflict. Nigeria or what was the other one? Botswana. Botswana. Which is also in Africa. I'll give you that. Well, I mean, obviously it's in Africa. <laughs> I'll give you that. Like it's... Um, I don't know why Nigeria is like, I don't know. Seems more conflicted than Botswana. In my mind, I don't know why. Racist. That's <laughs> <Just> kidding. <laughs> They're like both in Africa. Yeah. They... <laughs> so I'm going to go Botswana as the least. Okay, so Nigeria is not the answer, and neither is Botswana because Brazil, Brazil is actually really stepping it up in the in the peace game recently. Well, that's I guess. good. Yeah, good <laughs> for them because all of those World Cups they've been winning, <laughs> <laughs> giving the peace. Yeah, except that when they lost to Germany like seven to zero or some shit. Oh yeah, remember that? That was like not too long ago. That was know. like in 2016 or something. No, it was longer than that, I think. Was really? Because yeah. I. 
I mean, maybe. Because I have, because I have a memory of when I was in Spain. Um, I was there during the World Cup, and like the Spanish were very sad when they lost. Oh, it was 2014. Mm. Yeah. So it was, you know, a seven to one Germany. Mm. Crazy. Yeah. I, I I was in Spain at the time of, during the World Cup. Oh yeah. And uh, the Spanish were very sad when they mm-hmm. lost. As I would imagine. Yeah. So I thought I paid. How would more you rank? Attention. Like this is like off topic, but like the the most soccer crazy countries, like your top three, like they would have to be like Brazil, Argentina, and Spain, maybe. Mm, or I, is there I, some Mexico? Right, Mexico. Duh. Well, yeah, Mexico, but I feel like the UK is also really big. It's true. With that, I mean, they have their. I mean, I I I can't really yeah. tell you because I'm not that into that. soccer. All right, I'm gonna have my dad on the podcast. And watch <laughs> <laughs> He'll be like, "What is this thing in front of me?" I just feel like Latin America in general is very yeah. into, and then some of the it's African gross. countries mm-hmm. too. Yeah. When it comes to Europeans, I mean, they also like Germany too. They yeah. won a bunch. Yeah. So everybody's getting on board. Yeah, except for like the United States. <laughs> yeah. Canada. Well, unless you, we we can't discount the women. <laughs> That's true. We're the, talking about men, so I guess we should we should uh, emphasize that because emphasize that the because the U.S. women's team are badass yeah. and a hero to our country. <laughs> and yeah, heroin, heroin. Is that is that kind of like the actor versus actress debate? Yeah. yeah. Anyways, we don't have to, <laughs> we don't have to be too politically correct on here. Let's get into my main topic here, and I'm sure this is going to run into a two-parter because this has been a long, uh, informative episode. Yeah, I've had to I had to tell you about inter- uh, relations between El Salvador <laughs> and Honduras of the 1960s. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, all right, we'll end on my main story from History.com. So I went obviously back. Um, this was a a post that. Originally was up in 2013, but they updated it in 2018. Okay. So they have a list of wars that were fought for ridiculous reasons. Mm. And I picked three of them out. And I'm just going to go Was my them. war in that no, list? No, it was not. No? Oh, okay. No. Yeah. I, I was... should have been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe. But all right. Let me read about these, starting with a really old one. I don't know. It's I don't know if this word is Nika or Nika. But it's the Nika riot. It's N I K A. Mm, I never I'll heard say, of it. I'll say Nika because I'm it's surprised because I did re- I did a, I did a good amount of research <laughs> on ridiculous. You might have heard about one of the other two. We'll see. Okay. In 532 A.D. Oh, that was a long yeah. time ago. <laughs> there were massive mobs that flooded the streets of Constantinople, burning large parts of the city and nearly toppling the government of the Emperor Justinian, and all of that was in the name of chariot racing. Hmm. So it's similar to the <laughs> football war. Yeah. The races held at Constantinople's Hippodrome. It's a terrible name. Yeah, I don't know. It's not even capitalized, so I think it's the name of an actual structure or something. Had soared in popularity during the 6th century, and fans had organized themselves into strict factions. So this was like, you know, the forming of fan bases, basically. Like uh, teams? Yeah. It's I'm like, gonna uh, picture... it's like Eagles versus Cowboys. I was going to say, I'm just hung... that's how I'm going to picture it. <laughs> okay. Oh, funny enough. Okay. These ancient hooligans acted more like street gangs than sports fans, 
and the most powerful groups known as the Blues and the Greens. Oh my god! I didn't even see that before I said that. Man, I'm just like in... At one with the universe. (laughs) (laughs) Became notorious for their barbarism. For their bar... How do you say that word? Barbarism? Barbarism. Yeah. I feel like I'm emphasizing something weird. All right, anyways. I think you're good. Barbarism. No, that's not right. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it might be. But, I mean, but it's kind of like accurate to how it is now. (laughs) Yeah. True. Again, yeah, I, I was we, gonna, we, I learn was gonna... a, we learn about history to learn from our mistakes, apparently. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the conflict erupted in January 532, which is weird to say, when the Emperor Justinian refused to release two members of the Blues and Greens who had been condemned to death. In a rare instance of unity, the two factions banded together and began to riot. That's not ever so happen. it was kind of like a Hunger Games situation where they're like going against the capital, right? It's, well, it's... <laughs> I'm like picture again. I'm picturing it like if the Cowboys Eagles and, the, and Cowboys can, fans got together, yeah, which will never happen. Yeah, I was like, no, it's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> In a few short days, they had burned the headquarters of the city, clashed with imperial guards, and even attempted to crown a new emperor. Faced with the full-scale revolution, Justinian finally resolved to put down the rebellion by force. After bribing the Blues to gain their support, the emperor launched a devastating assault on the remaining hooligans. By the end of the attack, the riots had been quelled, and some 30,000 members of the mob lay dead around the grounds of the Hippodrome. So that's uh, that's quite a... Yeah, I'm sure that worked out for him in the end. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, it seems like it's not... It's more them attacking their leader as mm. opposed to yeah. each other, I yeah, guess. Like a, as opposed to like a civil <clears throat> war type of thing. Yeah. All right, we'll get into the second one here. The War of Jenkins' Ear. Oh, yeah. Did you look at this one? This is one I saw, okay. yeah. So I didn't it, go into much yeah, detail into it. Yeah. I don't have a lot about it, but... In 1738, a British mariner named Robert Jenkins displayed a severed, decomposing ear before the members of Parliament. Parliament must have been like, what the fuck is <laughs> your problem? <laughs> Yeah, decomposing, so you'll see how old it is too. As part of a formal that must testimony. Have terrible. Yeah, as part of a formal testimony, he claimed that a Spanish Coast Guard uh, had sliced off his ear seven years earlier as punishment for smuggling. So he kept it for seven years. Um, spurred on by this stirring testimony, the British soon declared war on the Kingdom of Spain. Thus began the War of Jenkins' Ear. So they were like. So taken aback by that, they're, they're like, like, sounds legit. Yeah, let's, let's, <laughs> let's go to war. war. In truth, a clash between the British and Spanish had been in the works since the beginning of the 1700s, and his missing ear merely served as a catalyst. So it was kind of like one of those things where they just needed a reason. Like, give me a reason, you know? The conflict later merged with the more expansive War of the Austrian Succession, which would not end until 1748. So we're talking about like it started at the 1700s and didn't end till then because of numerous. I mean, again, European history is so complicated. (laughs) It's crazy. Yeah. We'll end on this one. Okay. The War of the Stray Dog. I saved it for last because I feel like you would have more interest in this. It's like like if a war started because of Joaquin (laughs) Ipus. Yeah. Yeah, Joaquin. Okay. In one of the most bizarre conflicts of the 20th century, 
A dog inadvertently triggered an international crisis. This incident was the culmination of a long period of hostility between Greece and Bulgaria, sure. which had been at odds since the Second Balkan War in the 1910s. Sure, there's probably <laughs> so there's there there's so probably so much history to it, but we can't get yeah. into it. So um, tensions finally boiled over in October of 1925. When a Greek soldier was shot after he allegedly crossed the border into Bulgaria while chasing his runaway dog. Do you know that guy shot him because he wanted the dog? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. It depends how cute he was. Yeah. Or See, she this was. is why you shouldn't run to the street, guys. Although they've well, never done it, so I'm uh, sorry. You know, there was one time that Joaquin almost did. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, well no. He went into it. No, they went down the street. And both went... Oh, no, it was Prince. It was Prince. No, I'm saying this happened, like, last oh, week. okay. What? <laughs> yeah. I'm not aware of this? Yeah, because... Breaking news. Yeah, because you were at work or something, uh -huh. and I went to throw out the recycle. Uh-huh. And mm. so I had... I had left the... That's the one time you did it. Yeah, I remember. I, I, <laughs> I, I had left the screen door open. Mm-hmm. Um... Oh, that's a mistake, I, I, yeah. Yeah, and so Joaquin went out. But he never usually does that. No, well, he didn't get far. Like, you know what, where the screen door <laughs> yeah. ends? Yeah. He made it to there, and I said, Joaquin! <laughs> and he immediately went on that's his good. back and was guilty. <laughs> he went into a... Um, what's the word? He went to submissive mode. Yeah, because he knew what he did was wrong. <laughs> and I was like, so I care. I it's care always hilarious. So I carried him back inside and I was like, stay there. And he stayed yeah. there. But so. the other story that I don't know if we've shared on here was when, was when Prince went down the street and like got in like, and then somebody was down the street, like loading their car up with mm -hmm. some people. And then he just went in there and went <laughs> to the back seat. And it was then, just chilling. Yeah, and was just like, hey, what's up, guys? And, and I was like, I don't even know if it was a backseat. It might have been the very back, like the trunk. It was like an SUV. And I was like, Prince, get out of there. I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, we had only been in the neighborhood for like three months or something. And I was like, we just moved in. I'm sorry. This is our dog, by the way. And they were just laughing, so they were good about it. But you know, Yeah, Prince wouldn't hurt anyone, yeah. but it's just like, he just automatically yeah, oh, assumed sure. he was going to go somewhere. He just more attention. It was hilarious. <laughs> All right, so... Back to the story. <laughs> a Greek soldier was shot because he was chasing his dog, allegedly. The shooting became a rallying cry for the Greeks, who soon after invaded Bulgaria and occupied several villages. They were even set to commence shelling the city of Petrik, which I'm not sure what shelling means. Like, I guess gunning down? Maybe, yeah. When the League of Nations finally intervened and condemned the attack, they were like, okay, enough, guys, it's a dog. <laughs> An international committee later negotiated a ceasefire between the two nations, but not before the misunderstanding had resulted in the deaths of some 50 people. Mm. So there were still some casualties in this one, but not as many. And this also seems like another one where it's like they were probably looking for a reason. Yeah. yeah. Like. Just to it's like, start. Yeah. So, yeah, the bottom line I think we can learn from this is Sometimes wars can start for very stupid reasons. <laughs> yeah. That aren't even legit and you just want a reason to to attack someone and try to get power or land or whatever and that's how it results. My and we're still not over that probably, <laughs> I don't know. My theory is always that uh the war happens because you just kind of argue like I'm right, I'm right. Yeah. 
then you're like, well, we can't agree. Let's just fight until we kill millions, thousands of people or whatever. War is basically just like two siblings. But you know what? I always thought that like, if you're one that starts the actual war, you're the wrong one. If you have to prove your point through violence, maybe your your point is not valid. But I mean, <clears throat> you would have to think that there are legit reasons to start a war, though. Yeah, I mean, if like they kill your president or something, like what do you? What else are you going to do? I mean, that's why like the things that are happening right now yeah. with you know yeah. Trump and all that. It's like doesn't this is doesn't this sound like you know with Franz Ferdinand and that's how World War One <laughs> started and then World War Two eventually came after that and it's like yeah, and, and like is coming. <laughs> and it's kind of like it's um what they ta- taught me in history anyways is that we learn history to learn from our mistakes but i'm like we still keep making the same mistakes over and mm-hmm. over again so that's yeah. not the point of history you know yeah we're on episode 58 and this is definitely the deepest episode we've had <laughs> so on that note Let's go ahead and raise our glasses here and go grab a peaceful breakup. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. And Lithuania. Does anyone care about Lithuania? Well. Wow.